after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! That's right, I'm back today. I was uh, yeah. gone last week, and Christy, that mausoleum was... <laughs> And all I, the way to the end. I think you need a car. And you get a car. And he gets the car. I am Kaori Takei. And joining me is George Moza. Yeah, hey, what's up? Hey, hey, I don't know. And of course, my Twitter right there, Kaori is. And George's is right here. What's your Twitter? Oh, it's at G Hermosa. The road to 300 followers is so close. I got 276 Twitter followers. Hopefully, good. you'll be the next one. Yeah, and you, you'll want to follow George because SummerSlam is approaching, and he's got a fun little Twitter going on. And next to you, you got Paulina as well. You can say something. Hey. You can say something, okay. Paulina. Where, where, where can people follow you? You guys can follow me on Twitter at underscore Paulina Aguilar. And Periscope, too. You apparently saw Periscope. I know. I did my first post today. Terrible. I don't know how to no, use it completely. I don't know how to use it no yet, it but I'm getting the no hang of it. So check that out, too. Yeah. Good job. I, I, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm one of her first Periscopes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And next to you. And I, I kind of like this thing you were doing, so I'm going to do it. My name is Christy Olson, and you guys can follow me at Christy Reports. Oh, this music. Yeah. Fancy. And also, you guys can always go ahead and send us your comments and all stuff uh, all week long at hashtag ABTV Total Divas. All right, guys. So we are here. We're going to talk about Season 4, Episode 7, No Holds Bar. But we are going to zoom through the recap because we have a special call-in, uh, Brian Kendrick. And it's going to be awesome. Ooh. So uh, stay tuned for that. We are so excited. And, yeah, I mean, it fits perfectly because he was in this episode where Eva Marie decides that she wants to honor him with using his finisher. Yeah, yes. the, the sliced bread. I don't know why they keep calling it the Kendrick because the move is called the sliced bread number two. Right. Why it's called that, by the way, I don't that's know. Maybe we can ask name. him today. And but she's renamed it to the sliced red number two. Yeah. Yes. Which is, a, I think that's pretty cool. A nice cut homage. Kind of cheese, but I thought it was super cute. No. All right, bread. All right, all right. I get it. For wrestlers to have finishers, do they come up with these moves? I mean, why not come up with your own? Or is she kind of just using it? Like, is that what wrestlers do? A little bit of everything. Do? Like, Honestly, uh, there's so many. On it or? Yeah, there's so many finishing moves out there. So many wrestlers that, yeah, all everything that you just said. A lot of times, that kind of goes I, into the play in designing a finishing move. I also think it's quite common that when you get an apprentice, I guess I'm using sorcerer words, but when you get um, a student and the student improves and they finally decide to get a finisher, a lot of times they honor their uh, trainer with using their moves. Uh, a lot of times, or it comes down through legacy. 
uh, like Natalia and her sharpshooter, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So yeah. she got it. You learn something new every single week, I know. Paulina. Yes. Yes. I know. I like yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, uh, let's start off real quick with um, Naomi, aka Trinity, who happens to have, you know, steps, steps, children and this is like the first time we really see her interact with them and she's really wanting to spoil them and get on their good side so she has a bounce house a petting zoo takes some go-karting but they go so far as having fun that they tend to forget that there's some scholastics that you know the biological mom jessica is not too happy with john for what did you guys think of this whole thing i love the effort put in by trinity because mm-hmm. i i i don't want to get too personal here but I don't know if I ever would date somebody that has kids. Oh, uh, no way. But if You can just <laughs> say it, George. It's okay. <laughs> but, I, but, I, but if I ever did, honestly, one of the first things I would try to do is gain the, the trust, love, and respect and admiration of the dad, uh, you know, that, the dad and the kids as mm-hmm. well. Because mm-hmm. if the kids don't like you, then there might be a problem. Right. Um, so the fact that she's trying so hard, I think it's, it is very admirable. That she is, you know, trying to get this bounce house and not trying to be a mom, not trying to replace her, the, the mom Jessica, but just, hey, I'm here and I love you guys too. This is my way of showing love as well. And she also really respects the mother as well mm-hmm. and their relationship with the mom as well as their past relationship with uh, John, which I think is really admirable because I don't know if I can do it. You know, it's it's, it's really tough. It's really tough have to have ever, an ex in your life. Have you ever dated anybody with kids? I think that would be really hard for me. Uh-huh. Um just imagining that the ex will always be in that person's life, right. but it would it would take a certain situation. I I wouldn't say no completely. What did you what never did you, say never? Never say never. What do you guys think? Well, they've been together for a long time, so the children must have been fairly young when Trinity started coming around. Mm-hmm. But what really struck me in all of this was that it, how excited she was. Yeah, she wanted to do this. She was so excited to be able to finally have time to spend with the kids. They've now moved to be near them, and so that's just kind of what stuck out to me. And it sort of ended up as like no good deed goes unpunished. You know, like she had good intentions, mm-hmm. and but she re- and she realized what she was doing how she wanted to. Yeah, yeah. She realized she, what she was doing. I think she handled it. But I think John Perfectly. brought up a good point, too, where, like, you know, let's say you have kids, and then you found out your, you know, ex with their boyfriend or girlfriend is like, wait, you brought an alligator to the house? <laughs> you know, it's like, obviously, on paper, it might sound a little too out there, but in reality, we saw it was all harmless. You know, there was the proper handleage and things like that. But, again, handleage. I, I like it. Handleage? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it, handling, or apparently handleage, because you like it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, the intention was there and so pure and just was out of love. And to me, that, yeah. that kind of conquered everything else. Yeah. Agreed. No, you guys already took all the words I was going to say. Well, make up some new words then. Make up some new words then. You guys said it perfectly. Well, I, mean, I just made up a word, apparently. You can run up some new words. How about this, Paulina? Why don't you start by telling us what you thought about the whole Bella Twins action when we had Nikki and then Bree and then the mom and then JJ. They all wanted to do this bar fitness class and uh, yeah, studio. Yeah. Let's, it's let's hard talk. to do business with family. I've never been in that situation, but I do fight with my sisters like the way that they did. And you do mm. snitch and, and, you know, being an only child, you've never experienced that. Mm. But I mean, I've, <laughs> I've snitched or thrown her under the bus and I was like, Nikki, no, she did not just do that. And, you know, to Bree, to JJ, I've been there. But at the end of the day, you guys, they are family. And yeah. You know, it just, it's a, it, I think they'll be fine if they really did decide to go into business with each other. Um, they could work it out. I, yeah, I think. 
would mean, be just fine. I would totally go into a studio that was owned by the Bella Twins for sure. That's mm-hmm. a huge name. Uh, I thought this was got a little dramatic and crazy. Um, they were I, both kind <laughs> of moody at the nail salon. They both were kind of taking it out of like way too. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I, I mean, I was on Nikki's side on that situation just because Brie kind of like was what and kind of like attacked <laughs> her a little bit. She got crazy. Yeah, but I mean, I thought it was funny. I laughed well, at everything that they were just. Saying on each other, <laughs> I, I, I think at the nail salon itself, I was kind of siding with Nikki because mm-hmm. Brie didn't need to call her ADD and say she didn't understand her, basically calling her an idiot and not making any sense. But on the flip side, Nikki went and she did not make herself look better by no, going she over didn't. to mm. JJ and complaining and saying, "I don't want to work with Brie anymore. This is what happened." She's like, "But then we see Brie do the same thing with JJ, where she's like." Oh, Nikki can't say it to my face, but mm-hmm. yet we didn't see Bree tell JJ that she that she didn't want him involved. So, so everyone did a little bit of everything. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, and we see this with this family a lot. It's like it escalates so quickly, mm-hmm. and it gets so heated, and then it breaks, and everything's fine. Yeah, <laughs> all the time. So we know ultimately everything's going to be fine. But this is kind of how they roll. Like they get crazy, they get heated, and they go at each I've other. I've seen I've seen the Bellas kind of get a little bit more heated in past episodes. I couldn't help but to think in this episode it's going to be fine at the mm-hmm. end. You know, obviously I think there was that one issue with uh, I think a season or two ago where Bree talk to John Cena about, you know, hey, this and that intentions. I think that lasted like a few episodes. So mm-hmm. I was like, eh, it's not as bad as that. So I know they're all going to prevail at the end. I, I like JJ. He seems mm-hmm. like a cool guy. I saw him at Mania uh, this past summer, or summer, uh, April in San Jose. I'm like, do I want to take a picture of that guy? But I was too scared. I want his hair. I like his hair. I'm trying to. You should definitely ask because I feel like he is trying to get a slice of this fame pie. He, I kind of have always felt like not not jealous, but he wants in on all of this too. And even the Bellas had a storyline where they brought their family members on on WWE, Uh and he was all up in that, all over it. Like he wants to be brother Bella. Well, I mean, he had his. He had his junk all up on there not too long ago on Total Divas. That's true. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. Just me. I don't know. When I see Mama Bella, I, I see like a wannabe Chris Jenner. Not that that's a great <laughs> really? thing or even a bad thing. I don't know. I just kind of always see her. A I lot. get the total opposite vibe. I see her in a lot more episodes now a day. So she's obviously trying to put herself out there. Because uh, obviously, you know, with reality shows, so... It can be so overly dramatic and whatnot, right. but I don't know. She's putting, she's pimping out her son now, so who knows? You know, <laughs> I think if she had more kids, I think that'd be that'd be a good reality spinoff show on its own. Who knows? Maybe that'll happen. Maybe who knows? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Be, be, I was thinking about this the other day, and I thought of like three titles just off the top of my head, like Being Bella. <laughs> what was the other one? I was like, oh well, that just needs to be a reality show now because there's so many catchy titles. Yeah, I mean, I'd watch it. I'm right. Yeah, I like the Bella Twins. I do. do you like the Barden Bellas. The what? The Bard and Bellas. Bard and... Wow, somebody not a fan the of Pitch Bard Perfect. The Bard and Bellas. Wow. Pitch per- you like a lot of girly things. I respect <laughs> that. I respect that so much. <laughs> you got Tomboy Pauline. I don't care what anybody... I've never met a guy who did not like Pitch Perfect. You know what's also cute is, oh, in case you guys want to know, behind the scenes, George always brings cookies into the studio for us. That's because we all... Ones. Pink ones. Yeah. Pink ones, yeah. With sprinkles. I try to charm y'all. He knows. By the way, were you watching New Japan Wrestling the other day? Yes. Oh my god, I love you. Um, that was the first time you ever said that to me. Breakthrough, breakthrough. <laughs> you said that to me last week. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, 
So back to uh, Paige and Foxy and sure. Rosa Mendes who were in the beginning of the episode for some reason. Well, because they were trying to um, segue into them and their team hate on Eva Marie. <laughs> Which um, needs to stop. I now it's just like ridiculous. And it's like, come on, you like, I think it was uh, Ariane who said you can't hate on someone's hustle. You She's putting in work. Come and on. Eva Marie, I kind of in the beginning in the beginning of the season, I kind of agreed with them a little bit. Kind of like, well, what happened in the last two years right. that now you still you started to get interest? But she did bring up a good point. Eva Marie said, "Well, how come you guys weren't talking smack the last two years? Why all this smack talking now that I start training?" Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, she's right. She's right. Mm-hmm. She's right. Absolutely. And why do they, why does everybody care? Because they're incredibly threatened. Of, I they could not reason. be any but more it, it's like by her. It's, yeah. and, I, and I mentioned this earlier on another episode where I was like, do they want her to have that kind of world-class um, coaching and training at the Performance Center? Not that Kendrick isn't world-class, obviously, but it's like, whoa, she should be training at Florida. Dude, let her do her own thing. I think, I think honestly, if she was training at Florida, they would still find a way exactly. to um, talk smack. And today's snippet with Alicia Fox, and I love Alicia Fox, but her just watching her videos and complaining about her training, why are you sitting there torturing yourself. If you can't stand watching her videos, why are you watching Mm -hmm. them? Um, Well, it's not upset. And any reaction is still a reaction. So, I mean... Whether it's negative, yeah. she's still reacting to it. It's like she still a, cares. Foxy doesn't have the easiest time letting things go. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not gonna lie too, but we also have Rosa Mendez, who is not even really wrestling really, and she's saying, "Oh yeah, we're the ones that are gonna have to take her." And You're probably wrestling gonna... ever again. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, she's pregnant now, so but she hadn't been, and she wasn't for a long time. For a long, long time, and it just felt really just awkward and, mm-hmm. and, and, and rough and I, I guess this is a question we can ask uh, Kendrick when he calls but I, I do wonder how much of a difference of a uh, curve that they're going to have to take as women when she finally goes into the ring with women which she's been doing now. Oh yeah, that because is a great question. They were him. making that a big deal mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm just wondering... Well, and it sort of made sense to me when they pointed that out. Like, oh, he's the one who's kind of doing all the heavy lifting and stuff. I thought, okay, I don't know that much about it, but that makes sense to me that that could be the case. Right. So, yeah, let's definitely ask him about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, you know, Eva Marie's been training, and obviously she's thinking about her finisher move, and then she also watches videos and has watches uh, a wrestler get his leg broken or yeah, I don't know how that got into the whole video because initially she was watching, she was trying to come up with a finishing move. Mm-hmm. So she went to WWE.com and looked up, you know, they had a countdown of top 10 finishing moves. They showed Daniel Bryan and Justin Gabriel who had a 450 splash. Uh, but then they showed this guy, uh, for all you wrestling fans in WCW 2001, this guy named Sid Vicious who came off the middle rope and landed wrong and literally broke his leg in half. Oh. And, if anybody saw it, as we all saw on the clip, it was not pretty to look at at all. And no. I guess that was just a shower of, hey, bad. Just be careful. Don't do something too dangerous because, as you know, uh, Jonathan was saying, I don't want your finishing to be Eva dies. Yeah. 
you know, we've all seen mistakes and accidents happen in the ring. Right, right. Well, and that was a good point because she is sort of getting, not getting caught up in all this, but she's giving it 100% and she's doing it day after day and it's easy to get caught up in it and sort of get maybe a false sense of empowerment and being like, all right, you know what? She's improved so much and she's been trying so hard. I could see how she'd be like, I could do that. Yeah, let's do it. I feel like her priorities has completely shifted from, Mm -hmm. you know, being uh, the spokesperson model for Total Divas um, in season one where she was vicious um, and not very likable and she just turned a 180 where a lot of people are starting, she's starting to, you know, grow on everybody. So watching her at NXT, she was there, she wasn't doing a match, but she was being interviewed and she got all these boos. Mm. How did you guys feel about watching that happen? Did it remind oh, I want to know what you thought first. I think that sucked. Nobody likes to be booed. I mean, what yeah. she wanted was a reaction. Mm-hmm. She said it on the show. I mean, not the greatest reaction, but people are paying attention. Yeah. But you said it best right now because that's why I want to know what you thought because if anybody knows pro wrestling is, the worst reaction you can get in pro wrestling is... A bad one. No reaction. No reaction. So for you to come out and nobody just like, all right, let's let's go to the bathroom. Uh, You know, let me go to my phone. But the fact that she was getting a reaction, whether it's good or really bad. People are watching. People are watching. It's true. Uh, We have a phone call. Uh, Let's pick it up. Ooh, I wonder who that could be. Hello. Hello. Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm doing uh, well. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you so much for calling. We're so excited to have you on the phone. Um, so, uh, did you just get out of uh, training? <laughs> I did not too long ago. I, I run a night class on Tuesday, so uh, yeah, still sweaty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we just watched the Total Diva show, and we saw you rock out there with Eva Marie. So, how's it been training her? And um, yeah, how's it been? <laughs> It's been great. Um, So she has an athletic background. She's a college soccer player, uh, and I guess at a pretty high level. So she already came in with an athletic background, just not a whole lot of uh, experience in in training and wrestling. Yeah. Uh, But she has a a knack for it. I think she's terrific. She's a dream student, and uh, I'm really excited to watch her uh, continue to to grow uh, as a wrestler. How did this come about? How did you end up becoming her trainer? Did she kind of reach out to you, or did WWE kind of reach out to you? <laughs> yeah, the WWE reached out to me. It was uh, Mr. William Regal, uh, who's the head of uh, Scouting mm-hmm. Talent, and he's in, he's in the office and well-respected, and uh, a former trainer of mine. Um, mm-hmm. So he, he sent the message on to me. I guess Eva Marie asked uh, Triple H. Um, not for me specifically, but to get some training, and oh. Triple H sent it to Regal, Regal sent it to me, and we were off and running. That's awesome. That's cool. Well, you know, she was getting a lot of flack before this from the fans and from her fellow divas about her work ethic. They thought that she hadn't really put in the work before to try to train. What was your experience with her, and it looked like she was working really hard with you? Yeah, my, my expectations, I didn't you know, have any opinion on her either way. So I was expecting her to show up once or twice a week just because that's what the past has always been with people. Um, but but she's going in five days a week and, and would go in more if, if I had the energy <laughs> and um, would would even do it on days she'd be flying out. She would time, find time early in the morning to come in and train. I've never had any, any student... Um, you know, want to find time as much as she has. She's, uh, yeah, she's incredible. Great. Uh, 
real quick, Brian. As far as the first day you met Eva Marie, as opposed to now, what's the biggest difference that you've seen in her? Hmm. Um, confidence. Um, you know, she she came in uh, kind of well. I mean, definitely just lacking confidence in wrestling because she had no experience in it, and the fans have been cruel to her in the past, and and I understand why they had been. But uh, you know, her, her confidence had been shattered. And so seeing her then to now is, uh, that's the biggest difference, I would say. As far as, uh, Eng Ring skills as well, I'm sure there's a huge night and day, you can say? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, <clears throat> here's the truth. She never had the opportunity to, to, to go down to developmental. She moved down there and they put her on the road. And so when she's in there wrestling, any of the matches you saw prior to her coming and training, uh, uh, out here in LA she would be told that night what the move is they would show her what the move is she would learn it on the spot and that's it she had no training she had no idea what was going on and now she studies wrestling and I, I think genuinely loves it hmm Brian, um, we were watching Total Divas and they were saying well the, the divas that are kind of threatened by Eva Marie kind of were saying that she's training with Brian who's a man so when she gets into the ring with women it's going to be a struggle for us do you really de- uh, agree with that and how much of a difference is that going to make so uh, let me put it this way if, 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 if I were to say that would I be sexist and is this oh. an inferior co- uh, uh, inferiority complex you know why? Why wouldn't they be capable right. of of doing this stuff? Why don't Why don't they believe in themselves and their ability to be able to do this stuff? Nice. Um, now, if you ask me, I'm going to say I'm better than each and every one of those women. <laughs> but, but 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 look, if 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 you ask Paige, Paige would say she's better than me. You know, if you ask her, that should be her opinion, and this should be no problem for her. Right. Right. Um, so how, how does it feel for you being on the show, uh, Total Divas, pretty officially? Um, I weird. I, I, I'm not <laughs> much of a, uh, of a TV guy, and um, my wife and I have an agreement when she watches Bad Girls Club or anything <laughs> like that, or, or Total Divas in the past. I, I have to have headphones on and I'm out of the room. So uh, it's my first real experience with this type of reality TV, so it's uh, very bizarre. I mean, watching it, that is. Speaking speaking of which, um, I just finished reading Daniel Bryan's book, and in that, you know, when he first started training, uh, a familiar, or a name that kept coming up when he first started training was Brian Kendrick. So, considering that you two, you know, started with Shawn Michaels, fast forward, what, 17 years or so, and how does it feel knowing that now you both are kind of background players in Total Divas? Like, is that just surreal in some ways? Holy <laughs> smokes! I guess I never. Uh, I guess I never really wrapped my head around that um, small world. I guess, <laughs> but also cream rises uh, yeah, to the that's top really too. Bizarre because there's no way he was. There's my guess is he has the same agreement with his wife. Like, there's no way he's going to want to be in the same room as as Bad Girls Club <laughs> along those lines, right? So, yeah, I'm sure it's a shock to him as well. 
Yeah, like I said, just reading that book, I'm like, man, like it just when I was reading the book, I'm like, man, like they're both Brian, you know, they're they're both, you know, kind of was considered small for their for their time, but look at them now, they're both kind of still there, they're still both relevant. I thought to me, I was like, now that's cool. No matter what anybody says, that's cool that they're both still there and both in some ways still with Brian, you know, obviously having a huge influence on Brie Bella. You know yourself having a huge influence on Eva Marie and even mm-hmm. one of my close personal friends, uh, Daria Baronado, who actually is a host here oh. on AfterBuzz and now training with you from here. No kidding. I, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's been a, a, a lot of fun to train. She's been going for oh, let's say maybe a month now. But um, yeah, I'm real excited to see how she progresses as well. Um. So. Question: How did you feel about Eva Marie taking on your finisher and calling it Slice Red Number Two? I uh, I think it's great. I, so I always called the finisher Slice Bread Number Two. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, just a, a tribute to television show Mister Show. Um, I think it's I think it's hilarious. I think it's great. I'm happy that she's doing it. Uh, she could try to come up with any other number of moves and. And I'd be happy to teach her, but if she wants to do this, man, I'll take it. I'll take it, sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So she had her match a few weeks ago on NXT. What did you think of her match uh, a few weeks ago? I was happy with it. The one, the one, uh, uh, I know the one you're talking about, that was her very first match. She didn't even have any, um, uh, what, what we call house show matches or live mm-hmm. events. That was her very first match since coming out of training. So... For me, I'm real happy with it. I thought she did great. She took her time in there. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm real proud of her. Brian, if you could pull any of the divas off the main roster <laughs> and give them a little bit of training, <laughs> who would it be? Like Does Lillian Garcia count? Oh, <laughs> yes, because yeah. we would love to see her in the ring. Good yeah, answer. <laughs> I, I would love to see her just drop kick people. Yes. So yeah, Lillian, Lillian Garcia. Yeah, that'd be my choice. She's she's a wonderful person, and I would just get a kick out of seeing her arm drag and hit. <laughs> I like that idea. Who would be like on the current roster? Who would be your uh, dream opponent on a for a match? Oh, uh, uh, Brian Danielson. Uh, oh, Daniel Brian. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah, that's, you know, we, we broke in together years ago, 99. So, yeah, I, w- I would, I would love to. I don't know, you know, how he's going to heal up. And, you know, I'm, I'm 36 myself. I don't know how many, you know, bumps I have left. So I'd <laughs> love to have one last match with him. That, that would be the dream. I think everyone would love to see that happen. Yes. Yeah. You, had, you actually had a match, uh, I think, a few months ago back in NXT. Is there any, maybe, any more matches in NXT for you coming up anytime soon? Oh, I, n- nobody's told me anything. I don't think there's any sort of plans that they're keeping secret from mm-hmm. me, so I don't think there's any plans. Um, I would love it. Mm-hmm. But uh, as of right now, I'm just playing it all by ear. Right. Oh, wow. And real quick, you mentioned earlier too about William Regal. Um, how does it feel for you knowing that such you know a highly respected man like such as William Regal, who's been I mean we all know his history, to to call you up out of all people, Brian Kendrick, and say, hey, I, I trust you to kind of groom these people into you know and molding them into great wrestlers. How does it feel for you to be like that? It's it's great. It's it's. Bizarre because I have a, um, a long-standing relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
so I still, you know, I call him sir. I, I, I always look up to him, but at the same time, we're friends. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's, a, it's a weird dynamic in that sense that if I were to stop and think about it, like that's a, they could ask anybody. There's a lot of great trainers out there. And, and, and in a sense, he's putting his name on the line by, by doing it. So um, I like that challenge because I want to make him proud too. So, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I'm, I, I guess honored. I guess is the right word. It sounds cheesy and stuff, mm -hmm. but yeah, I'm delighted is the truth. Hey, Brian, what's been your favorite um, match so far in 2015 in, from all of the wrestling uh, shows and pay-per-views and stuff? Um, I, it, it happened within the last year, but I'm not sure if it's 2015. It, it was actually from New Japan. It's a, a Ishii versus Honma. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, that probably won't help. I doubt you're going to mm -hmm. go YouTube it, but Ishii versus Honma is just really incredible if you like a different style of wrestling. Uh, uh, that aside, I thought the match with um, uh, Tyler Black and John Cena the other night on Raw with Cena broke his nose was really, really good. Oh, mm -hmm. that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, incredible match. So, um, on our panel, we have someone, uh, Paulina, who uh, is not necessarily a wrestling fan so much as a Total Divas fan. Hi. Um, okay. Do you have any, you know, uh, reason to tell her of why she should watch wrestling? Yeah, <laughs> because a lot of our viewers are actually in that boat, where they're yeah. Total Divas fans, but they're not hooked on the WWE yet. So, what do you tell them? Okay, so what I, what I would do is just watch it without any sort of, of judgment of it being fake or being corny or cheesy or any of it and, and, and look at it as it being an art form where <clears throat> this is, these are live entertainers who are interacting with the crowd they, they, some stuff is going to be choreographed some of it's going to be on the fly mm. uh, interacting with this crowd there's no second take for it um, they've got to rile up emotions out of fans uh, where where these fans at WWE crowds are chanting yay or boo for somebody almost the whole time, and that doesn't happen at uh, even a, a play isn't going to get that. Um, you know, it's it's different than sports because it's it's not competition, it's cooperation. So Aww. if you look at it as an art form, uh, through the, that lens, you might respect it. Then you might not enjoy it. But hopefully you'll respect it then. Nice what, point. What do you think, Paulina? I like I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I did watch it last week, and I thought it was a little bit cheesy and all that <laughs> stuff. And, and I did, sure. I'll be honest. Um, I didn't grow up as a wrestling fan. So, you know, hearing from that perspective, I'm going to go into it uh, what, Thursday night, right? I believe it should be. There's Mondays, there's Tuesdays, there's Wednesdays, there's Thursdays. So now I'm going to go in with that perspective, and hopefully, you know, I have respect for, for it in general. Mm -hmm. um, I just, I need, I want to understand it better. That's good. So I will definitely give that a shot with that perspective. Yeah, that's a really good perspective, even yeah. for me as a wrestling fan. I'm like, oh, that is why I watch it. That is yeah. what I like. Brian, going back to your school for a little bit, I know you mentioned, uh, and we all know you started with Shawn Michaels. Is there anything that you learned from his school that you implement into your school? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> again, this sounds cheesy, but but that uh, that the cream always rises to the top, and it sounds stupid. But it's the truth, and and out of 
uh, the school when I trained back at Shawn Michaels, there was Brian Danielson and our friend Lance Cadence mm-hmm. passed away, who made it onto the WWE as well, and we really busted our tails. And um, Brian's bigger than me, but not a whole lot bigger. He's not a big guy, but it's it was a matter of of just determination. And if you believe in yourself and keep working honestly and sincerely that the success will come and and i try to pass that on to my students cool cool why, why the sean michael school i think you're from virginia am i correct i was born in virginia but i grew up in washington state in mm. sean michael school because he uh he was the best american i to me i think he's the greatest american wrestler i agree um in in the history of wrestling i think he's fantastic and uh the stars aligned that his school opened up and and i was looking for wrestling schools um, so, kind of random question, but you're you know you're super into health and fitness. Obviously, you're a trainer. So, for someone like me who really wants to get motivated and stay healthy, are there any superfoods that you would recommend? <laughs> oh, superfoods? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, it's no, it's going to be eliminating foods. It's going to oh, make a difference, right? right. It's going to be eliminating foods. Yeah, yeah, the greasy foods, you know, salty, uh, sugary. Um, yeah, it's it's not going to be any sort of it's not going to be any sort of superfood. It's just going to be, and really, what's the point, right? That's mm-hmm. what you got to figure out first. Is what's the point? And if you have a goal, uh, you'll do it. Otherwise, what's the point? You'll never do it. Okay, so you're saying that? Do you ever have any cheat days? <laughs> Oh, me? Yeah. No, I, I, I don't eat that good. I don't eat that good. I don't eat that good. <laughs> Every I just do a lot of training at my school, and, uh, you know, it's all, all of it's all fake anyways. You know, it's all projection, so I imagine I'm fit, and so it is. All right. How long have you been thinking about, before you opened up a school, how long were you thinking about, you know, opening up a school? Since before I ever went to Sean's school. That was really. Cool. Is, is as I was winding down in wrestling, I wanted to open up a wrestling school. Okay. So, Brian, where can people find your, your school? Um, website and Twitter and all that stuff? Oh, okay, okay. Um, I think BrianKendrick.net or BKSchoolOfPW.com. Uh, That'll both take to the same site. Uh, my wife runs a Twitter, same thing, BKSchoolOfPW, Twitter, Instagram, I think. I don't even know the passwords to put the stuff on. <laughs> yeah, I'm so yeah. Anyways, I'm yeah. I'm I'm, I'm not your target audience. So. <laughs> oh, you are. Well, thank you so much for calling in, and you know you're more than welcome to come visit anytime. We would love to have you in the studio. I know you came in before for um, Monday Night Raw after show, so you're more than welcome for any other wrestling shows or Total Divas. Yeah, or bring even, your wife along. We'll yeah. chat with her as well. Or even, okay. tough, or, or even yeah. tough enough, because I heard you're starting to train Mata now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I saw him go to lock up. He just went through the regular exercises. And then when I see him go to lock up, before he even locked up his intensity as soon as he did it, this, this guy just needs to be trained. And if I was running a company, this guy's a main eventer. Mm-hmm. He's just Ooh. got this intensity. I think he is something special, yeah. Wow. Well, we're going to have him in studio with us in just a couple of minutes. So if you don't mind, we'll pass oh. that praise along to oh. him. Yeah. Well, don't tell him, don't tell him I said this stuff because I don't want to inflate his head. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay, your secret is safe with us. Okay. Thank you, thank you. Well, thank you again, Brian, and uh, well, we hope thank to hear from you again, and maybe you'll see me at your studio. <laughs> Sweet, your thanks, thanks for having me. Oh. Thanks for cool, us. thank you, thank Brian. You. Thank you. Have Bye-bye. a night. Bye. Well, that, that was, was cool. <laughs> that was awesome. We got some kind of juicy stuff from him. So, mm-hmm. Paulina, you're thinking you, you can see. I, are you start, are we gonna thinking about joining his class? <laughs> should, I, you know, I, yeah, that's a good workout. I would go. not mind. I was about to say, I, I would would not mind going to trade just to see what it takes to, you know, at that caliber and all that stuff. So, heck yeah. I heard it's pretty physical. Heck yeah. Mm. Yeah, I need to get in shape. Get some oh, nerds going and all that stuff. Anyway, well, there's no superfoods that you can eat. <laughs> He's like, the expert foods. himself. Cut it, it all You out. know what I was surprised about with the whole Eva Marie situation mm-hmm. was that he said that she had no opportunity to train before. Yeah. For those two years that she was not in the ring mm-hmm. I didn't know that until this phone call that's not expressed in the show and all well, that that's stuff that's her story right that's always been what she said for years and she explained it really broke it down with Corey and I when she came and chatted with us mm-hmm. and to hear it from someone else who knows the situation and who knows how it is on the road mm-hmm. the girls were always getting at her why isn't she you know at the events early trying to train right. her why doesn't she try to find someone else on the road and who has time to train her like come on and they might not even know that yeah. yeah, they probably don't even know. I will say yeah. I did gain respect for her just for the fact that she was the one that called Triple H and said, hey, I want to wrestle. Mm-hmm. She's not being forced to wrestle. She's not like, oh, well, you've been here two years. No, no, no. She, she called Triple H and said, I want to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she told us about that. She said she approached him after her surgery mm-hmm. last year and said, you know what? I want to take the time off if it's okay with you. I want to go away from TV and all of that and really take the time to learn how to do this. I also think that it's... um it's kind of cool to watch her journey this season because throughout the season everyone's already kind of already wrestling and in the ring but we actually have someone who's kind of starting from scratch and watching her journey so it's a new twist and something that you know Paulina could look at and be like oh this is (laughs) this is what's going on right Right. because that was their intention with having Eva Marie and Jojo in that first season they had both just been signed to developmental and I Mm -hmm. think that was what they were going to show but But those ladies got pulled onto the road because of Total Divas and it didn't end up kind of materializing that way so now you know four seasons and it's finally happening. Right, so I, it's a funny thing is we see a lot less drama on Eva's end, whereas we see more drama with the Bellas and even the girls that are trying to make something into something bigger than it really mm-hmm. is. Um, but, yeah, do you guys have anything else to talk about about this uh, episode, No Holds Bar? Because I just couldn't believe that with all the wine that Nikki Bella drinks, she couldn't open a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not all of them are. I mean, that's happened to me before, where I'm spinning and then suddenly the cork falls inside. It's happened once out of, you know. I don't know. There was a whole wine caper there that happened. And Brie was, like, searching for the opener in her drawer. I'm like, you guys drink wine, like, all the time. Yeah. Maybe they get where they put it. Can I say real quick, though, when they said cardio bar, like, I don't know, it was B-A-R-R-E. I was like, oh, that's nice, you know. Do some cardio vascular workout out. And then, you know, maybe have a drink afterwards because it's a cardio bar. (laughs) Not knowing that what an actual (laughs) cardio bar is. I thought that for like days when I realized that's what you thought. That's Sorry, I'm not so bright. You have to to educate me sometimes. So I have a question. Did the segment last week ever happen where we ended up getting wrestling names? Nope. No, I feel I had explained to to them that we cannot pick our own nicknames. We I cannot. think nicknames have to be earned by the viewers. So you or guys listeners. Mm-hmm. or listeners. So you guys gotta tweet us, YouTube, comment on everything, give us some ideas of what our name should be. A couple 
we will have thrown some out there, but nothing nothing has stuck yet. I think so. We should also add to not only do we get a wrestling name, but we also should do our homework and pick a finisher that we would all like. You do. Ooh, you I do. like that idea. Okay. Finisher and wrestling name. So let's move on to some news and gossip. Yeah. Oh, somebody gave you the Christy the Hollywood Reporter. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. Well, we have just have a couple little things tonight. Paige gave an interview a couple days ago. Not a whole lot of juicy dirt, but she did say that she does watch herself on Total Divas. I'm always obsessed with knowing if these people really watch the shows or not. But what was funny about this is that she admitted to, so it's on Tuesday night, she's at Tough Enough, she records it at home on the DVR, and then goes home and watches it when, when she's home on her day off. So these girls aren't even getting a pre-copy of the episode in reality TV. A lot of times it's customary for the cast to get a copy of the episode that's going to air a week or two ahead of time. Apparently, they don't get that uh, luxury. I suppose they wouldn't have time to watch it anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say that they don't like to watch themselves back on reality TV. Mm-hmm. We now know Paige is not one of those people, y'all. <laughs> well, good, She's good watching her. herself just like we're all watching her. I mean, it takes it takes guts. It's hard for me to oh, it. watch myself. Yeah. I'm like, mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on that. Yeah. And this was going to be like my big breaking news about Trinity and John because their Domino's commercial rolled during Tough Enough, which aired before Total Divas, but it was on Total Divas too. So if you are a DVR and you fast forwarded through, go back. It was about oh, it was right after the, it was the first commercial break, and there was the first commercial. John and Trinity were had this really cute little Domino spot. He was making pizza, she was ordering pizza, you and liked it, didn't uh, you? You I liked thought it was it. cute. Yeah, yeah we we all sort of said like, oh, that's their first acting try. Like, <laughs> yay, good job. But like, it, it was cute though, and we. We can relate to them and I think it's good. I think it was specifically because we know them, but I think from some people who don't watch Total Divas or wrestling, it wouldn't be that phenomenal. Not to be negative, Sally, but yes, it was fun. It was negative fun. Nancy. Negative Nancy. Negative Nancy. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> And I know we talked a little bit about the ratings for the show in the first couple weeks. I have a little update. Last week's episode pulled a... No, no, no. I'm sorry. Two weeks ago, episode had 1.176 million viewers, which was up from the week before, which had just over a million. So they're sitting pretty at a little over a million. It's still a few more people than are watching Tough Enough. Mm, okay, <laughs> and okay. they led in tonight to a brand new e-series called Wags, which you can find a former diva on. So, you know, if you don't get enough divas on reality TV on E! already, then stay tuned in for WAGS. <laughs> I also have a really quick uh, news and gossip piece where um, in our first episode, the premiere, or was it the second episode? I'm not sure. When we, uh, I think it was probably the second one, um, when we had uh, that super fan who happened to have an eating disorder... Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and she approached Paige in the street. Mm-hmm. Yes, and how we were very skeptical, especially me. I was very skeptical. I just wanted to clarify to all our fans. I never said, "Oh, this is absolutely fake." It was, it was, it was bull. No, I just said, "I'm that. very skeptical about it." But um, you know, we I, were alluding to that it may have just been set up for the show. Of course, she's legitimate, but maybe having her there at that time, meeting Paige, that that was just exactly because what we were saying. Yes, because um, it was unbelievable. I can't imagine something so wonderful happening. But something so wonderful did happen, and I got to speak with her via Twitter, and now we're Twitter friends. Uh, but she basically explained that she is a, she works there in that area district where they were shopping, and one of the security guards said, "Yo, you, you know, 
your idols over there, and she freaked out, and that's kind of what happened. So it's real, and I am so grateful that you know. Thanks for tw- thanks to Twitter, we can clarify that and let you guys know. Okay, but in our defense, that never happens on reality TV. (laughs) Yes. In our defense, that and don't go is, around watching reality TV thinking everything is real, people. It's not. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. This was the one time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So um, let's talk about some predictions. Yeah. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Because that teaser for what coming up next on this season of Total Divas was, was crazy. crazy. I don't even care about that wine glass throwing in the face thing anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I am concerned. Dolph Ziggler. Now, I'm wondering how serious that is because he's talking... I can give you babies. I can give you. Is that what the, you is that Nikki's ex? That's Nikki's yeah. ex girlfriend. Yeah, that one seems a little bit juicy because we see Nikki and John's relationship, and they're pretty strong. And I'm so, kind of curious. Yeah, I'm I always, want to know what led to that. I'm always curious just how much of the wall they break because I heard them refer to him as Nick, which is his real name. Right. It's not like you know whenever they call Wade Barrett, you know they don't call him by his real name and say, "Hey, it's Wade Barrett." This Wade Barrett that. So obviously, kind of you kind of think of it as like, well, they're not even using their real name, so. It's probably just a storyline for the show, but the fact that they threw the Nick out there, I'm like, oh wow, maybe it's a little bit more real than well, normal. Well, I'm pretty sure Maddie she also said, "Hey, Nick," last week when he walked by. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if they did it, she called him Nick, not. Well, oh, he Dolph was like Maddie. Dolph, yeah. Well, there's a so lot. That's of- probably what she still calls him as Nick. Probably. If, you, if <laughs> you're used, sense. you wouldn't change it because you broke up. I think Dolph is just a stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> like some of no, those go by their names, names and you're not going to go by Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> but I, I did like that. I, I remember we saw a preview, pre- preview of it early on in the uh, series or season. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I can't wait for that episode. And even like two episodes ago when you had them interact toward the end and you had Nikki kind of do, oh, well, you can't see me. But it's just oh, yeah. so funny to me. It's like, just a month ago, Dolph Ziggler and John Cena were teaming up, and I'm like, man, that must Awkward. have been that must have been weird. Yeah, yeah, but John is very, very mature. I think pretty like we've seen him handle difficult situations. Because the cameras are on. I, I could totally really? see him saying, "Look, Nikki, if you want to be happy and he can give you that, I can honor that." And He's given that. her that the door if she wanted it, and she yeah. said no. So I want to know what happened that led up to that. Actually. Me, well, I hate to tell y'all, my prediction is that Nikki Bella is not going to be leaving no John Cena. No, no I, I'm on that Ziggler. train too. She traded up. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I love you, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. You're cute, but... Like, that, that, that Dolph Ziggler was funny, though. He had a good line where Nikki was like, oh, so drinks on you? Like, oh, maybe I can make a drink off of you? I thought that was hilarious. I'm sure we can expect many more of those cheese balls. I hope so. As crazy as the page is going to get married or gets married or engaged. engaged? I don't know. That wasn't as shocking as I think it was supposed to be. That's kind of how she rolls. I think it's over, you know, it's overpowered by our interest in, my gosh, Dolph Ziggler is going to get in the way. Oh my God. Paige has been wearing that anchor tattoo on her finger for Mm. quite a while. Maybe she really did get married. We'll find out. I take it back, guys. Maybe she really did get married. Okay. (laughs) We'll find out. But in the meantime, where can people follow? Everybody, tweet me and tell me if you think Paige really got married or not. I am on all platforms at Christy Reports. And please also check out ChristyReports.com. I appreciate it. Woo-woo. And, guys, I really want a nickname. I I, want to see how clever this can get. Uh, You guys can find me and tweet me at underscore Pauline Aguilar. And you can follow me at Twitter as the road to 300 followers (laughs) continues. At G Hermosa, that's G-H-E-R-M-O-Z-A. You can just look at the right there. Mm -hmm. Right there, at G Hermosa. 
Please follow me. Yes, and thank you guys for listening over on iTunes. And if you're doing that, stop over and give us a five-star rating. Leave some comments over there because we love hearing from you. And also, at YouTube, go ahead and rate, subscribe, comment, and press that like button right up there. And drop some comments and let us know what you think. And we want to thank Brian Kendrick at Mr. Brian Kendrick for giving us a phone call. He is training people at his school over here in Los Angeles, so get some more info on that website. And also, you can follow me at K-A-O-R-I-O-U-S. That's Kaorius on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all that good stuff. Twitch. Yes, Twitch. And Twitch? Uh, Twitch is like a video game streaming thing. Oh. Yeah. Um, and uh, also, hashtag ABTV, Total Divas. And thank you guys so much, and follow the AfterBuzz team at AfterBuzz TV. We'll catch you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.